Welcome to Headliners, presenting global news in 7 minutes. I hope the year has been going well for you and you are achieving all of your new year resolutions. Even though the year only started, plenty full events have taken place in our world that will leave your mouths dropped. Let's have a look at the first 15 days of January. Crisis after crisis, the Caribbean country of Haiti has faced a year full of unprecedented challenges. The country has dived into the new year with widespread violence and political instability. Adding on, the country is still grappling with ongoing setbacks that they faced due to cholera outbreaks and fuel shortages. The Caribbean country has been in turmoil since the assassination of president in 2021 recently 10 senators retired leaving Haiti with not a single elected government official with Haiti almost an anarchy the question that plagues everyone's minds is what's the way out of this two of the most important steps that need to be taken by the country include ending the gangs and holding fair elections while the prospect of such steps remain a distant dream Haiti is encouraging deployment of international forces Currently the only countries to show interest in the problem are USA and Canada who are both hesitant in putting troops into Haiti. Only time will tell how Haiti faces such obstacles. Moving on a little bit further south in the country of Peru an emergency was declared in the capital of Lima and three other regions as deadly protests against president Dina Boluarte persisted. Until the 15th of January almost 40 lives were taken due to the clashes between Peruvian security forces and protesters. Peruvians want a fresh elections so that they can choose their own leader as they do not see Dina Boluarte as a legitimate president. Dina Boluarte only ascended into power after President Pedro Castillo was impeached by the Congress. Dina Boluarte has so far been unwilling to step down. while she has agreed to hold early elections in 2024 instead of 2026 many peruvians want instant change to suppress protests it is alleged that the army fired live rounds and also dropped smoke bombs into the crowds the government is facing a lot of international criticism for the way they handled the situation on the other hand the army has alleged that protesters have also used weapons and homemade explosives Instances of stone pelting, vandalism and arson have been reported across the country. On other international news, a country far from Peru but a country also protesting against the government is Iran. The death of Masa Amini on September 16, 2022 sparked the largest protests in years in Iran. The 22-year-old girl was detained by the nation's morality police who are in charge of her upholding tight rules around behavior and attire. They claimed she was wearing her hijab incorrectly and was wearing skinny jeans. Her family says Amini was beaten to death. Officials have denied these accusations, claiming her death was due to an underlying disease. This official narrative however has been rejected by protesters and demonstrations are still taking place all over the nation. Iranians of different ages, ethnicities and gender identities have participated in these protests. 
Recently, the concern has been raised that protesters are getting executed or sentenced to death by Iranian government. Iran's revolutionary court system expedited these trials behind closed doors with government-appointed attorneys defending these defendants. The evidence used has frequently been murky, occasionally including forced confessions or shaky videos. While Iranian protests still continue, these deaths have definitely shaken up these protesters. Moving on from the humanitarian news, let's have a quick look at the world of sports. Damar Hamlin, Buffalo Bills safety, experienced a cardiac arrest after making a tackle during a pivotal game against the Cincinnati Bengals. Hamlin received prompt medical assistance from the team, independent medical staff and local paramedics. After the accident, the NFL had announced that the Bills-Cincinnati Bengals football game had been postponed. Hamlin required CPR while on the field for several minutes before being transported in an ambulance to the University of Cincinnati Medical Center. This incident brought light to a growing concern over violence and injuries in American football players. Hamlin has received well wishes from around the world and we wish him a speedy recovery. Continuing ahead, let's have a quick peek of what's happening to our environment. UNEP released an article stating that the ozone layer is on track to recover within four decades if the global phase-out of ozone-replacing chemicals is met. The Montreal Protocol confirms nearly 99% of banned ozone-depleting substances. The Montreal Protocol is an international treaty designed to protect the ozone layer by phasing out the production of numerous substances that are responsible for ozone depletion. The protocol has succeeded in safeguarding the ozone layer, leading to a notable recovery of the ozone layer in the upper stratosphere. Only time will tell of how we continue to preserve the ozone layer. Moving on to other international news, on the 10th of January, Prince Harry's book, Spare, was released. Let's have a look at all the mixed reviews this book received. The memoir sold 1.4 million copies and became UK's fastest-selling non-fiction book ever. There were a lot of controversial takeaways from the book. Let's first have a look at the book's title, Spare. Harry claims that King Charles is not too fond of him and he has always regarded him as a spare a heir and a spare, to be more specific. The book highlights that Harry allegedly killed 25 Taliban militants and what makes matters worse is that he referred to them as chess pieces. Taliban reader tweeted, Mr. Harry, the ones you killed were not chess pieces. They were humans. They had families who were waiting for them to return. All innocent people were chess pieces to your soldiers, military and political leaders. Still, you were defeated in the game of white and black square. Harry faced a lot of backlash for such a comment, to which he responded, You can't hurt people if you see them as people. Buckingham Palace is yet to respond to the publishing of the book. That's a wrap for the first 15 days of January. To end this episode, let me leave you with a quote. 
where there's a ruin, there is hope for treasure. If there are any questions, suggestions or feedback you want to send, then please drop a mail to headlinersglobalpodcast at the rate gmail.com. Bye for now.